This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Well, go check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer and I am extremely excited to be joined today By a real housewife of New Jersey Melissa Gorga Hi, Melissa Hi, how are you, honey? I'm doing great. So great to see you. It's been a while, and this season has been a roller coaster, to say the least. Um, yeah, to say the least. And by the way, I live for your like Instagram. And no yeah. matter what you say, for me, against me, whatever it is, I I live for it. Like I think you're so great. Isn't that you? Are you handling the Bravo by Betches? Is that you? Yeah, yeah, that's me. <laughs> You do a really good job. You're like interested. You you know it all. You're into it. So um, uh, I feel like you're a celebrity in your own right on Instagram. Well, <laughs> thank you so much, Melissa. I yeah. feel like speaking of for you, against you on social media, I feel like this season there's been a little bit of a shift. I feel like maybe some people that weren't so team Melissa Gorga have sort of come on board and are sort of seeing your side more than they have in the past. Do you feel that at all? Or do you, is it hard to kind of judge that when you're looking at social media during the season? No, I definitely see it. And mainly because of like my, I don't really read the comments, so to speak. So like if I write something, I'm not there reading comments on things that other people post, but I do when I go to bed at night and I can't fall asleep, I'll hit that plus 99. And like read what the fans are saying, like when I can't fall asleep. So that's where I get like the, and I have been like overloaded with just like advice to me and and telling me they, you know, they understand and they know, you know, they know who I am and just a lot of wonderful messages, um, probably more than ever, I would say. And, um, so yes, the answer to that is yes. Well, I think you've been on the show for such a long time now. You're at the 10 season mark, which feels crazy, but it's, you know, we've watched you over the years kind of go through so many phases of your personal stuff, what you have with Joe, with Teresa, obviously there's just been so many ups and downs in the dynamics over the years that it's like, it's hard not to take a step back and be like, at the end of the day, like, I feel like you've kind of done what you can, you know, I, I don't think anybody's walking away thinking, oh, Melissa is the the villain of this show. No, I mean, it would be crazy to think that the only reason I would ever even get the word villain, I would say, surrounded was because I joined the Real Housewives of New Jersey Um, 12 years ago. I was a 31 year old girl that had an opportunity, right? Just like every other person in New Jersey at this point, I'm not even going to lie. They've hit every girl up in New Jersey. I wanna <laughs> I'm not even kidding. So like the funny part is I know people in the beginning would love to, like they loved to say, oh, it's because of Teresa. It's because of Teresa. Or you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be here. I mean, do people honestly think that if there were, if Teresa wasn't on the show and Bravo came to interview Joe and I, 
we wouldn't have made it onto the show, but all of these other people would have. I mean, I just feel like people are so silly when they say shit like that. Can I curse? Of course you can. Okay. I I was dying at the reunion this year when Ter- Teresa go- starts to go back to that. Oh, when Melissa came on the show and Andy's like, uh-uh, we can't. I, I simply cannot go back to that place. No, it's like the forbidden. It's like everyone at Bravo, the publicist, everyone's like, you are not allowed, <laughs> Teresa, <laughs> to say that anymore. We are so past that. Like at this point, I've been on the show since season three. Season one, they only did six episodes. I probably like, I'm, I'm not that many episodes behind whatever she's done. So it's insane. And I'll never, I'll always like, of course she was here first and I get that, but I feel like that's the only villain aspect I will get is like, she came on the show behind my back because she just planted it and planted it and planted it. And it's like, I don't think anybody cares anymore. Let's be honest. I think everyone's over that. But when it comes to the family, going back to what you said, I truly have no guilt. And that's, that's honest. I truly feel like I have hit every Avenue. I have done everything right. I have not always, I've definitely made mistakes. Don't take that out of context, but I've definitely come back from mistakes. I've definitely tried. I've definitely reached out. I've definitely forgave, 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 tried again, tried again, tried again. I've hit all the avenues. Like I have no guilt. And so finally I do feel a little free in the fact that it's okay to say that we don't have the best relationship. And I don't feel guilty saying that because I tried really hard and I know that I tried hard for my in-laws, for Joe, I do it for them, you know, and they're not here anymore. And now it's really for Joe to have a, some, he has no one that it's sad for me to see that he has no family. You know, he, I have a huge family, thank God. And he's very involved with my family, but I feel bad. Like you need a family member, you know? Yeah. And at the reunion, especially in the first part, it really did feel like maybe you had put aside the idea of you and Teresa personally being super close or sisters or whatever, but that on behalf of Joe, it was a painful thing for you that there's this rift between them and that it it does feel like you're kind of trying to put in the work and see what, if you can make any progress. And when Joe walked off the reunion set, it it did feel like this moment where it was like, I don't, I don't know what direction you're supposed to go in at that point. I think I'm, I think we are all as a cast sick of it, to be honest. Nobody, does anybody want to see like (laughs) Teresa, Melissa and Joe, argue anymore or make up, break up or break up to make, like, just leave it alone. Right. Like, and it's so funny because people will try to say like, you need that. No, 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 no. I don't care if we never talk about it again. You have me all fucked up. You got it twisted. I don't want to talk about Teresa, the family zero. So it's like when people will say that to me, like, Oh, you need to talk about her. And I'm like, what? Like never, if it was up to me, like never, you know, I've actually liked these last couple seasons, seeing you get so close with Jackie and Margaret, especially it's been fun to see you just like have friends on the show that you don't have to always be like at odds with. Like I, I imagine that that is something that we don't always get to see some of the kind of just like fun times that you have with each other, but it is nice to know that when you're in this environment filming the show, that it's not just like, Oh, well, like I hate all these bitches, but I have to go spend time with them. It's like you, you have real friends in the group. No, they're, they're legit good people. They're good to me. 
They've been friends to me. I feel like I've never really had a great friend on the show. I've done it myself all these years. I fought my own battles all of these years. I never really had that like backup saying, yeah, no, Melissa's right. I mean, the last person I would say that agreed with us was Caroline Manzo. And she was on the show saying like, these are not bad people. Like everyone's got it twisted. You know what I mean? And, and it was just hard coming into the show, obviously season three, but I've never had anyone back me up or, or stand behind me or, or be my little puppet, so to speak, because to be honest, it's really not my style. I'm a control freak anyway. Like I got this. I don't even want anyone to speak up for me most of the time, but like, I like to control cause I don't like, I can't control someone else. Like maybe if Teresa feels like she has a little control with Jennifer or like, but I never believe that people always turn, you know? So like, I like to do it myself. That's how I feel. But when it comes to Margaret and Jackie, I do think they're true, good friends to me. I do. I believe it. I see it. Um, and, and that's a first in like a really long time for me, you know? Yeah. It, I mean, it must feel nice after so many years to actually have people that you really do feel comfortable with. And like, you don't necessarily have to have your guard up as much if you're going into a group scene, knowing that they're going to be there. Like, you know, you can just go hang out with them and it's not going to be some big nightmare. Yeah. Cause it's always, it was like a nightmare for so many years, every scene we walked into everything. And it was just, it was a lot, but yes, I do have friends. I'm actually very excited. I know I'm hearing the rumors like everyone else is that there's a, like a little switch up happening with like some, maybe some new faces. I am always down with, for like new blood and new people and my goal, like my hope, I would say for anyone new coming onto this show, it's very hard to cast anyone who's not a fan at this point. It's, it's almost, it's impossible. You're not casting anyone in New Jersey who doesn't know the show, who doesn't watch the show or who doesn't like know us or have seen it. It's if they say they haven't, they're lying. Okay. Cause it's, I don't believe it. So it's very, very hard to cast our show right now because it's like, they have a side before they even come on most of the time. And, and it sucks that there even is sides, but you know how these shows go. That's just how it is all the time. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. 
Shape your life with Honey Love. Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Yeah, speaking of bringing people onto the show, so you were kind of Tracy's avenue onto the show this season. Like she, was, she came on, she, was, she and Tiki were friends with you and Joe. It seemed like she had a really tough time kind of finding that spot in the group. And I, I know that like Jackie posted a picture this week of her and Jennifer and Tracy with their daughters. And was like, you don't always see the good times. Like, obviously it seemed like she got along with most of the people in the group, but like you said, it's hard. It's a tough group to really like cement yourself in. And it, do you feel like when somebody comes on the show that you're friends with, does it, do you feel bad at all if they don't really click with the group? Yes, I do. It's happened a couple times actually. Um, throughout the years, I do feel bad. And I do think Tracy clicked. I think her husband clicked. I just think it's a very tough, it's, it's very hard. Andy Cohen says it all the time. Jersey is the absolute hardest of all the franchises to cast. I think it's because it's a family. It's very polarizing. It's very hard to like put your two cents into the family drama without looking like you're crazy, you know? Um, so it's, it's like, it is rough. I do want to see Tracy and hopefully you will see more of her this coming season that, you mm-hmm. know, so we'll see, but yes, it does. If you kind of feel responsible, you want to like rally for them, you know? Um, but at the end of the day, we don't have a voice over Bravo. Teresa doesn't have one. I don't have one. None of us do. Right. Yeah. You guys have never really had the, dyna- I don't know if any housewife has ever really had a voice over Bravo, but definitely I think on Jersey, it's always felt like a real ensemble that they're kind of putting together and it's worked so well. I mean, the fact that you guys have had the same six full-time housewives for four seasons in a row, like nobody else is doing that. And there's a reason that it's working well, but obviously then when you want to bring new people into the show, it, it just is a difficult group to kind of crack. It's so difficult. You like almost feel bad for them when they walk in the room, but then there's the ones you get that just dive right in. And then they're like too much and they try too hard. And then we can see through that too. So it's very hard not to find like just the middle person who's going to come in as like a girl who's just going to like take it all in and say like, let me see where I feel most comfortable. That's who's going to win in this. Not someone who comes in like rallying for one person. You're already off. You're already, you're already losing, you know? Yeah. Speaking of being kind of like in the world of in New Jersey and everybody kind of knows who, who you guys are. You've been around for such a long time. That kind of came up with 
Teresa and Louie and her saying that he didn't sign up for any of this and all of that. And that's always it's an interesting thing because it's like, okay, yeah, he's not a real housewife, but there's been a lot of talk with your reunion about men getting involved in women's drama. And I've always felt that your show doesn't really have those lines as much that it's all, everybody's kind of intertwined and like Teresa wants Joe to speak up against Margaret and that's acceptable. But then there's like sort of this, it doesn't work the other way. Like the idea of signing up for it. Yeah. It's not, it's not that simple. And I think it's kind of convenient to say like, Oh, he didn't sign up for it. Stop talking about him. It's like, well, we're all on the show. Anyone else either did Evan, (laughs) right. When he, when all that stuff was getting said about Evan, listen, when you are going to date someone like Teresa or or a Margaret, if you came in and you were going to be my new boyfriend, right. Know that we are going to talk about you, that we are going to investigate you. Like there is no one on these shows, especially Jersey. You might get away with that in like, New York, maybe Beverly Hills. Like if Erica Jane gets a man, she might be able to like keep him (laughs) a little separate. Right. But not in Jersey. And like, they are with us. First of all, Joe, he's involved because he's dealing with his nieces. He was dealing with his mother. He's dealing with his father. He's dealing with his sister. He's dealing with his wife. So it's like, he's got, he always had five people on the show that like, so Joe's obviously a little different than everyone else. But in Jersey, it's like, look at Frank Catania. He's the ex and we, he's fully involved in the show. He's literally the ex-husband. So you can't expect to date someone new and think that he's going to be off limits, especially when obviously Louie had so much circulating about him on the internet. There was no way we were going to put up the cameras and someone wasn't going to bring it up or that Bravo was going to let us like not ask a question. And I think Andy made that very clear at the reunion. Like, are you kidding? That no one brought this out. The internet brought it out. Like if the internet says something about me tomorrow, we're going to talk about it, you know? Right. And just because in some cases, Margaret may have been the first person to say it on camera. That doesn't mean that if she didn't say it, it just wouldn't have existed in the world of the show. I mean, that seems kind of naive to to act like that's how it works. Right. I mean, come on. We all know that. I think it's just, we all know that no matter what somebody was bringing, Andy Cohen was going to bring it up no matter <laughs> what, you know, we have Andy. He, so he, he was going to say it. So, you know, that Andy asked all the hard question. He asked everything. He that's Andy, you know? So it is what it is. I think it's silly to think that like you can come on the show and not have like a voice, especially if you're coming in as Teresa's new boyfriend, of course, we're going to ask questions. Look at Joe Judice. He was prime in the show too. The men in our show are headliners, you know? Right. And I think that works to the show's benefit. I think people have really liked, especially these last two or three seasons when the group has kind of solidified with Evan and with uh, Joe B and with Frank, like people love that group of guys. And so to kind of then be like, but they should stay out of it. It's like, that's not, you can't have it both ways. And I think the show, I think your show, the, the guys are like such a strong point for it. Oh, they're a huge strong point that, I mean, they, they, they're, I feel like when they're casting new girls, they check out the man as well. Like, let me meet your husband and see how he, what's his personality, you know? So it's like when you get casted on Jersey, you're really casted as a family. So the mm. girls that don't have the large families or they're coming as singles or don't usually last. It's, it's, it's usually they want the husband. They want the whole dynamic. They want to know your in-laws and in that situation, <laughs> you know? So it's like Jersey's a whole different beast. 
Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live clear and clear. Use as directed. So you've talked about your family. We've seen your sisters, Kim and Lisa, on the show a bunch in the past. Have they ever talked about coming on the show in a more substantial context? Or do you think that would ever happen? No, because they live an hour and a half away. So it's just, they don't, they're so far down the shore and they really never expressed. They'll always come on for me. They think it's fun. My sisters are the life of the party. You guys think I'm the life of the party. (laughs) They make me look like mother Teresa. I swear to God, they're so much fun. They're like lively. They're awesome. So it's great to have them around to like, you know, when we're filming and when Donna Marco comes on my mother, it's just hysterical. Everyone loves it. We just like, but I don't think they would ever want their life to solely be what I've dedicated this to, you know, I've been doing this for 12 years. I feel like they're like, you know, not in the fine, not, not now it's been too long and and it's too far. Sorry. My dog's barking. Um, Nika, uh, it's just too, it's too far. It's too far when people live that far. Yeah. I don't know if Donna Marco could handle having another child, uh, in the crossfire on, on this show. No, as it is, she's like, Oh my God, what's happening. And like, let me, cause you know, these, she's getting older. My mother's 73. So they spent a lot of time watching the housewives. She texts me. She's like, it's Andy's birthday. It's Dorit's birthday. Wish Kyle a happy birthday. She's like four one one. My mother, she knows everything. It's insane. So it's a- there's a lot of birthdays to keep track of. That's, uh, that's she helpful. She knows them all. So <laughs> I, this reunion, really, there was a lot going on and I, a lot of people, myself included, were surprised to see the dynamic between Dolores and Jennifer. Cause it really felt like maybe they weren't the best of friends sometimes in the past, but it was surprising to see kind of how 
bad things had gotten between them. Did you know that? The, did you know to expect that going into the reunion, or were were you kind of caught off guard by that as well? I knew that they were having like a little bad blood, but honestly, I, I could expect that from Jennifer. From Dolores, that's where it was shocking for me because she's very Switzerland most of the time. She really doesn't. You know, she just doesn't do that, Dolores. And all the years we've seen her on the show, I mean, I'm sure you can confirm, you really never see her completely turn on someone, even when she totally has every right to, you know? So I was in shock, not because of Jennifer, but because Dolores, I was like, whoa, whoa. And let me just tell you this. I am so against the, the see you next Tuesday. I just don't like it. I feel like it looks trashy. It's uh-huh. the worst. Like, I'm not the one you'll never hear it come out of my mouth. If I say it, I, I, I really slipped. Like, it's, I just think it's gross, right? So Dolores says it at the reunion, just randomly. I laughed, and I never laugh at that word. I don't think it's funny. I don't think there's anything cute about it. It was the way she just turned her head and, and called Jennifer. <laughs> i see you next Tuesday. I just giggled. I was like, Oh my God, I've never laughed at anyone saying that word before, but she got me to laugh at it. It was just so something was so funny about the way she said it. Um, but yeah, those two are not on good terms right now. So we, I guess we'll see what, what comes. Cause obviously we're about to go into this all over again. So let's see how that goes. But I'm actually proud of Dolores for like just standing her ground for anything she believes in. Jennifer always stands her ground. Jennifer will argue with someone. She'll turn on someone. Dolores doesn't. So it was kind of interesting to see the fact that she's actually mad at somebody. Right. Jennifer's personality is very like, not only are you going to know that I'm mad at you, but I'm going to remind you every five minutes and it's always going to be an issue. (laughs) Whereas Dolores, it's like, Oh yeah, I might not, I might not be the biggest fan of you, but like, usually she doesn't really talk about it that much. And so I, yeah, it was kind of refreshing to see her come into the reunion with so many thoughts about Jennifer. Yeah. Um, listen, here's the thing with Jennifer too, for me, I I'm not into like the wishy washy, like sometimes I feel like it's not, and it's so weird because I know she always said that I was self-absorbed or unauthentic, but a lot of times I feel like that's how I feel with her. Like, I don't know if it's for the camera sometimes or if it's real and I get very confused with her. So it's like, cause sometimes she, it's like at the reunion, I feel like she's re auditioning again for next year. Every reunion, she like says things that she didn't say all season long or didn't bother her. So I feel like Jennifer in her brain sits down on the couch and she's like, this is my audition for next year. And like she auditions where I've never handled the show that way. And I don't, Teresa doesn't handle the show that way either. Like we come in very real, very like what we're feeling, what we're not auditioning for next year, you know? So that part, that part of her always took a little bit of me to get like used to. I'm just like, Oh, this girl, like, it's like, I don't know. So I'm trying with Jennifer. I will tell you that. Like, I think we're trying to turn a corner I'm trying to enjoy her. I see that they're like, listen, she came onto the show. I I, I remember her coming right up to me. Like, you're so fun. You're the fun one. You're always drinking. You're always having a good time. Like I know that she wanted initially to like have fun with me, you know, and, and I'm always down for a, for a party girl. So I just feel like there's, there's, you know, there's maybe a longer story between Jennifer and I that we can get to another spot eventually, or maybe I'm wrong, but we'll see. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, famous last words, but I would like to see it. I mean, I think Jennifer is one of those people where sometimes in what's going on with her personally, you can really, watching the show, you really root for her. Like the stuff that she was going through with Bill and with her parents last year, it's like you just want you want the best for her. You want her to win in that situation. But then sometimes the energy she brings to her relationships on the show, it's like, ah, oh, it's, it's just it's like exhausting. It's exhausting. It's a lot of work. She kind of like talks over you. So you can, and it's almost like one of those things where you're like, all right, just be quiet. I don't sh- 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 sh. like, <laughs> you know, you just like, like you just let her keep going, you know, because, but she really only does that. If you haven't noticed watch it's the reunion, it's just the reunions. She doesn't do that all season long. It's like just the reunion. So it's kind of weird. I always feel like it's an audition. It's always interesting. Different people have such different strategies kind of going into the reunion. Like I feel like some people I've talked to, they're like, oh yeah, like you got to rewatch the season, the whole thing and take notes and get coached. And like, you know, some people prepare so much and then some people kind of don't think about it at all. And it does feel like Jennifer is one of those people where it's like, I have to be on my A game for, and I have to like, even if the question doesn't concern me, I'm going to have my comeback ready to go. Oh, I feel like she pops an Adderall. I say that all the time. <laughs> I'm like, that's her day. She, she does that. She sits down, she studied all night the night before she printed her shit out. Like I go in, I'm like, I didn't watch and I'm not even going to lie. They gave us the last three episodes. Like there was two Nashville episodes and one other they gave it to us like two nights before the reunion. I was busy. And then the night before the reunion, we, I went down at the hotel. And I was like, I need a glass of wine. Like, I'm not going to watch three episodes. I went in not even knowing what happened. I just like, I, <laughs> I lived it and I'll figure it out when I get there, you know? Um, oh but God. I don't think everyone rolls that way. I think some people study more than others, you know? I remember one year, I think it was Dallas. They said they recorded the reunion kind of early. So they had like six episodes to watch right before. And I'm like, how do you even process that? <laughs> you can't process it. They gave us three and that's three hours worth of like, it's a lot. I was like, I'm not watching this. Like I can't. <laughs> so I didn't watch it. Yeah. Speaking of when we saw you, I loved seeing you on Ultimate Girls Trip. And I think a lot of people felt similar that it was fun seeing you in an environment where you could kind of just relax a little bit and enjoy yeah. yourself. And you and Teresa seem to be in a really, in a nice spot when you did that more or less. <laughs> and like, what was that experience like compared to filming all these seasons of New Jersey? I loved that. That was definitely a little bit more laid back. It was definitely just like getting to know other women and like sharing stories together But that's another thing. When I went back and watched the ultimate girls trip, right? I was even watching some of the scenes where they show Teresa and I just like going together and we got off the the plane and we were in the car. And I remember looking at her, like genuinely saying like, this is exciting. We're get to do this together. Like this is something fun. And like, we'll have these memories when we get older that we did all these crazy things together. And she kind of just like, and I rolls her eyes at me a little Mm -hmm. bit. And I think like, I think between that and like watching the season, I just kind of feel like now I tried and I'm good. Like I, I've, I've always put my best foot forward and I just feel like I always want to have a relationship with her. But like, that was another thing that I kind of watched and I was like, I don't know. I feel like I give up, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been, it's been a long time, but you guys, you got the MTV, uh, TV award nomination, which is exciting. I 
I saw Luann's vagina like seven times on that trip. I re- and it's beautiful. And her body's so beautiful. <laughs> it really is. Like she, worked, she did yoga every morning. Like I really, really liked Luann. Um, and I... I just, I had so much fun on that trip. I mean, Kyle and I were roommates. We had the best time. It was just a really, it was awesome. And I love that it's up for an MTV uh, newest show or something, right? New unscripted yeah. reality. It's very exciting. They're doing this next season at Dorinda's place in the Berkshires, which looks crazy. A whole different show. I'm curious if you were to do another one of these girls trips in the future, is there anyone else that you would like to bring along with you that wasn't on your first one? From my cast? No, from any cast. Oh, from any cast. Um, geez, there's so many. I would love to be with like Dorit. I love Dorit. I would love to hang with her. Um, I love Erica Jane. I love, I love all the Beverly Hills girls, to be honest. Um, who else? I feel like Giselle from Potomac would be like a firecracker. Mm. I feel like, um, I mean, the New York girls, I don't know, maybe Sonia. We might need Sonia on one of these trips, right? Um, totally. There's so many. I don't know. Portia, I always said, would be great. So you can basically pull anyone from anywhere, put us together. It's going to it's gonna be a good show. Yeah. I think, I mean, the possibilities are endless. And I, I'm very excited to see what they do in the future. I'm so excited for the future of New Jersey. And this, this season, I wish it was longer. You guys always have these short seasons. I know. It's the <laughs> worst. And we complain and we tell... Every, everybody complains, the fans complain, the production, we're like, what's the problem? See, they like to give like quality over quantity, where some yeah. of the franchises just like bang them out and it's more quantity over quality. So I feel like Jersey cuts it to like the main things and just gives you like the meatballs, the meat and potatoes. The meatballs and the pasta. <laughs> <laughs> I do appreciate it. I wish, though, like, we didn't even, we basically didn't see Antonia's Sweet 16, which made me sad. Upset. They filmed that, and it was so pretty, and it was in. It was in an episode, and then last minute it got cut because, for something negative, of course, but it got cut because <laughs> we were going to Nashville, and it was too close to Nashville, and it was, like, a big discussion, like, does it stay in, does it not stay in, and then, like, last minute, and I was like, I feel like we need to show some of those moments of like, even if it's for three minutes, just show like the family moments too. I hate when those, I, I rally for that. Like I'll, I'll text all the producers. I'm like, not just for my stuff or there was a couple of Margaret's things. There was a Teresa thing. There was a couple of things that got cut and I'm like, I don't get it. You know, I, I rally for you guys. Yeah. Almost with the shorter seasons, it's like what we lose first is kind of the like personal fun moments. Lost a lot of personal this year from all of us. That I will say. Yeah. I don't really see a personal story anywhere if you pay attention. I mean, Jackie gave us hers, definitely. But other than that, there's not a huge personal thing going on because it's like they cut a lot of it this season. Right. Which, you know, I, I understand it, but also it's like we could have like two more episodes, you know. Agreed. <laughs> Two more would have been sufficient. I would be fine with like 15, right? That would have been Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) From your mouth to the Bravo God's ears. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they're all listening. I just want to. So we have one more part of the reunion that's coming out this week. Is there anything that you're like nervous to see in this reunion or excited for? Or like, where does this reunion rank in terms of intensity of all the reunions you've done? Jeez. I mean, it's hard to fight with like the season three reunion and like the season four reunion. Those were 
the biggest ones that I've been in, I would say, my first two seasons. Um, but this one's definitely a crazy... I mean, I've never seen a response like we've seen from this one. It's It's been insane. Like, this one's definitely up there in the top three reunions because... It's just, it's, you see, it's insane. It's a, it's a crazy, and it tells a lot, and I think it's very, like, eye-opening, you know? And I haven't seen the third episode yet, so I have no idea what's on it. Okay. <laughs> You're like, uh, I might be nervous for it, but I don't know yet, so... I have no idea if I come out looking like an asshole, but anyway, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> Maybe ignorance is bliss sometimes. You're yeah. like, I don't need to know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Amazing. Well, Melissa, thank you so much for coming on. This was so fun getting to chat with you. I know. Of course. Hopefully I see you soon at like some Bravo party or something. Yes, we better. And if not BravoCon in the fall, we'll, oh we'll God, be there. BravoCon's back. I know you're going to be there. I know. So exciting. Okay. All right. Good. So nice talking to you. And I will be following you on Instagram for all your great posts. Amazing. Thank you, Melissa. Okay. All right. Bye. bye. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. If you are like Melissa and love us on Instagram, follow at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.